0: Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation
1: and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. ChooseWood.com.
0: It's Friday, April 1st. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri's municipal elections are next week, and politically divisive issues have dominated the conversation in some local school board races.
2: I do not want Jeff City or D.C. controlling and managing our public education, especially at the local level.
0: In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports on how national political debates are making their way into local elections. Missouri's congressional districts remain in limbo now that the Missouri House has voted against the Senate's version of a boundary map. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports, the vote caps a week of redistricting proposals volleying between the chambers.
2: The House voted 129-26 against the Senate version of the congressional map, which passed last week. The action from the House came after the Senate rejected the House's request for a conference committee in order to find a compromise between the chambers. However, the Senate rejected that request, meaning the House was forced to vote on the Senate map. That map failed and the House again has requested a conference committee. Senate Majority Leader Kayla Rowden said the Senate did not have the votes this week to agree to a conference, but he is in favor of one.
0: I will say definitively anybody at this point who doesn't want it to go to conference is responsible for it, going, for it to go to court. It's the bottom line.
2: However, both Senate Minority Leader John Rizzo and Conservative Caucus member Bob Onder spoke against the possibility of a conference. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: The Illinois House has passed a bill establishing a task force to study warehouse safety standards. The proposal now heads to the state Senate. The Belleville News Democrat reports the task force would provide regular updates on any findings to Governor J.B. Pritzker and the General Assembly. The deadline for a final report would be January 1, 2025. This bill follows a December tornado that hit an Amazon warehouse in Edwardsville, killing six workers. Food prices will be a lot higher this year. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports on a new study of the agriculture and food industry.
1: According to an agriculture think tank at the University of Missouri, food prices will be 5% higher in 2022 compared to last year. That's the biggest single-year increase in 14 years. Pat Westoff heads the Food and Agricultural Policy Research Institute. He says while prices are higher, no one in food production will be getting richer. So, for example, the farm level, yes, farmers are getting higher prices for the commodities that they sell, but they're also paying more for fertilizer, fuel, and for other inputs. And so the net income picture for farmers may not be terribly different this year from what it was last year. Westhoff says the biggest increases will be in meat, fats and oils, and fresh fruits labor costs, fuel prices, and the effects of Russia's invasion of Ukraine are all partially to blame. I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: School officials in St. Louis say they need more flexibility and financial support for programs to train students for vocational careers after high school. St. Louis Public Schools Superintendent Kelvin Adams says the district already prepares some students for jobs in health care, food service, and other fields. He would like the state to provide more leeway for vocational students.
1: You have to give them some grace around the school day and how long they're going to be in school and maybe even how many credits they need to have um, and what kind of scores they might need to have on certain kind of assessments.
0: Adams also says many students need financial assistance for transportation and other aspects of on-the-job learning. Governor Mike Parson called for more vocational training at high schools yesterday during a visit to St. Louis. A large crowd gathered in Benton Park West yesterday to celebrate St. Louis's transgender community. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports on the National Trans Day of Visibility. Frigid spring temperatures and rain that turned into sleet didn't dampen the mood at the Transgender Memorial Garden in Benton Park West. The lot was full of people who heard personal stories and ways to support the St. Louis trans community. Michaela Joy Kramer is an administrative assistant with Metro Trans Umbrella Group. She says one of the highlights was St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones' appearance, which she notes is the first time a St. Louis mayor has come to such an event. I think it's so important for trans youth, even trans adults, to know that we exist, and that we have people who are in charge making decisions and, and fighting for our, our rights. While there's always more work, Kramer says she's encouraged by how much more recognized and visible trans people are in the greater St. Louis community. I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio. Voters will choose new school board members next week in Missouri's municipal elections. As St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports, national political debates have made their way into the local elections.
2: There are a lot more contested school board races in St. Louis County than there have been in recent years. And in some of those elections, national talking points have dominated conversations at candidate forums and on social media. At a recent forum in the Rockwood School District, the room was physically divided. The candidates disagreed on health policies. I
1: think
0: following the recommendations
1: of the CDC is a a prudent way to go. Of course, listen to the professionals
2: and the experts, but when you have experts with opposing views and ideas, who gets to choose? And they disagreed on how race and history should be talked about in schools. We need to focus on academics. I don't think we should talk so much about race. Just because we talk about race doesn't mean it's racism. There are issues that have come to define people's political views this election cycle. But after the event, most of the candidates said they don't think politics should be mixed with education. Jessica Clark's campaign yard signs in Rockwood say vote conservative under her name. But she says things have gone too far.
1: It is very political, and I think that that distracts from academics.
2: Candidates that mostly disagree with Clark's views on these polarizing positions also say there's too much politics at play. In the same race, Amy Ryan has been endorsed by the Missouri Equity Education Partnership, a statewide group that promotes anti-bias and anti-racist approaches to education. I do not want Jeff City or D.C. controlling and managing our public education, especially at the local level. Politics and education is nothing new, says Vladimir Kogan, an associate professor of political science at The Ohio State University. I mean, I think if you go back really the last 40 years or so, we can find, I think, a lot of examples of similar dynamics, right, of whatever the hot issue of the day was. Kogan says in the 1980s, that was prayer in school. In the early 2000s, it was intelligent design. One of the reasons why masking and CRT issues are so salient is because national political leaders did weigh in. And President Trump was very divisive in particular, and he had strong opinions on all these issues. Kogan says the push from Republicans to focus on education issues is part of a strategy to win back suburban voters. In really the 2020 election, we saw for the first time that the suburbs became the political battleground. And it turns out that, again, in the
1: suburbs, education is really salient. You know, the work of school boards doesn't really fit neatly into partisan political agendas.
2: That's Brent Gann with the Missouri School Boards Association. He's worried about how political education is right now.
1: The focus, again, needs to be on providing the best possible education for our children, regardless of uh, political agendas that might be out there.
2: Not all school board races are focused on these wedge issues. In both the Normandy Schools Collaborative and Riverview Gardens, voters will elect board candidates for the first time after years of state control. In Normandy, a recent forum focused on how to improve the district's academics, not issues that have been the subject of a partisan divide. It's those types of consequential decisions that Gan says make these elections important.
1: The decisions that school boards make have more of an impact on our communities and on people's lives and our, and our children's lives than almost, almost any other level of government.
2: But turnout for the spring elections is typically low. Last year in St. Louis County, less than 15 percent of registered voters participated. There are efforts to change the way these elections are held. Missouri lawmakers have filed bills to move the elections to November and even require candidates to pick a party. Supporters and even some political experts say a move to November could increase voter turnout, which would be a good thing. But Gann worries that would just make things even more divided.
1: We're very much opposed to, uh, to that legislation. We feel like uh, that it would uh, create a more partisan atmosphere for school board elections should they be on a November ballot with a lot of other partisan races.
2: Missouri's municipal elections are on Tuesday. I'm Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: Our Jonathan All and Shayla Farzon edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. Before wrapping up, in most places, April 1st is known as April Fool's Day, but growing up at the Pratt House in middle-of-nowhere Ontario, it was referred to as Dad's birthday. This is not an April Fool's joke. My dad actually marks another trip around the sun today, so in the off chance he is listening, happy birthday. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.